Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensary. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Hello, welcome back to another fantastic episode of High Rankings, podcast expertly hosted by myself. And so people don't get bored of my voice. We have the other guy. Just right. Just to break up the monotony. It's not really useful. So the big games this weekend. Do you have a prediction? I mean, yeah. It like how can you bet against KC? Well, plenty of people at are. this point. Well, no, that dude's a winner. I got KC. Who do you have? See, I don't really know much about football, if I'm being honest. It's not really my sport. Obviously, F1 is. I do know that they won the Super Bowl last season, didn't they? Against the Eagles. I don't know anything about San Francisco or their quarterback. So I feel like if I just say a team, I'm literally just guessing because I don't know. You got a 50-50 shot. I know. I know. I know. I think it would be really cool if Kansas City won the Super Bowl. I think that would be really cool because they just won it last year. So like back to back would be pretty cool. But I don't know when the last time San Francisco won a Super Bowl. So maybe it would be nice to see them win if they haven't won in a hot minute. So, yeah. I don't have a dog in this fight because I'm, you know, not really into the football thing. Well, here's what's more important that I've been prepping for is uh, during my long haul flight from Vancouver to Bangkok, Mm -hmm. 17 hours, I have been going over and reviewing what I'm going to watch on my iPad. I've got a list here. Okay, go ahead. They have got succession mm-hmm. i've got she put on here billions i haven't finished the the rest of billions i'm like four or five episodes left in billions mm-hmm. finished white lotus which is very good mm-hmm. white lotus is very good dune i haven't seen dune apparently that's really good i've heard very mixed reviews on that i guess the book is pretty good the book is a very difficult read okay and the last season so far of always sunny in philadelphia that's wow, so start. I haven't seen any of those. Not a <clears throat> single one. Yeah, so that that's the start. I've got I've got plenty of time. I mean yeah. 17 freaking hours to figure the rest out. I've got like uh, a like I've got margin call. I've heard the bear is good on FX. Uh, I think that's on FX. Seen that either. Plus, don't forget that the plane will have movies and music and TV shows also. Yeah. So I'll probably being like a you know, just like a, a workbook, something related to work. I'll bring something on there, but that's like a, a good start. And I'm hoping I was recommended just to take like an Ambien or something. I was like, uh, no, nah, I don't want to do that on, on, a, on a flight like that. Oh, I've, no, terrible I've taken Ambien once and I ended up sleepwalking. This was like 12 years. Oh, well, maybe that is a terrible plan then. Yeah. Anything weird to happen on the flight. So I'm not going to do that. Don't forget, you're going to have like, you'll be eating at some point you may take a nap like so it's not like a straight 17 hours of sitting and facing forwards you know yeah get up walk around stretch out i'm gonna wear compression socks is this the longest flight you've ever done yeah i was just gonna ask what's the longest flight you've done 
I think my flight home from England was the longest. I'm just trying to think because I have flown to Africa. I've flown to Ghana, but that was from England. And I think it's a, probably nine hours or something. So yeah, I'm probably, I think my max, I think it's like 10 and a half hours or something like that. Something. Because the so, flight back from England last time was really long for some reason. So that's probably the longest. So we've got this flight and then we've got a six hour flight six hours after after that not looking forward to that but anyway it is what it is so that's my list to start there's one more on here that oh zero dark 30 i haven't seen that movie yet oh my goodness that's old it's an old one i haven't seen that yet that's a really good movie i've seen the clips of where i think it's rob o'neill robert o'neill i think is his name i've seen the clips where he talks about like he recounts it Uh like top to bottom front to back like the the mission which is pretty which is really cool I just haven't seen the movie, so I'll put that on there too. Yeah, hopefully the time will pass quickly. When I was flying, was I flying home? Yeah, and I don't even remember what I watched, but I remember I, I don't, my memory is really not great. Plus, it was like a year ago almost. So I remember that I was whatever it was I watched like took me almost all the way home. So I can't remember if it was a TV show or a couple of movies or something. But I had taken my Kindle, but I didn't read my Kindle on the way home. I think I read it on the way over there because on the way to England was a night flight and I don't sleep on night flights. I don't sleep on flights. So yeah. Yeah. I don't really (laughs) sleep in general. So this will be interesting. Uh, I was looking at the room or the resort last night and I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. So stoked for it. Well, in other news, Tuesday is D-Day for our kitchen and laundry room. That it'll be done. No, oh, that's this that so he's gonna come up. So the cabinets are getting the cabinets will be in and they're getting delivered to our house on Tuesday and he will be here to demo on Tuesday. So we have the weekend to empty everything. <laughs> I see. How long do you think that'll take? I don't know. We're gonna start some today because our trash comes today and then it comes sunday so we want to make sure that we you know can get everything in the trash so we're gonna i think we're gonna go through we're gonna go through the kitchen cabinets that have food in them tonight and just get rid of whatever we probably should have already gotten rid of and then over the weekend we'll empty all of the cupboards and stuff like that and then probably do the laundry room so yeah and then we also have to go to home depot and buy like a toilet and a sink and grout and you know all that kind of stuff as well so yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend. Did you get a bidet? It's not big enough. The room, the bathrooms are not big enough. No. Anyway. I mean, you could put one of the ones that goes on the toilet, but no. it's no, that. I don't know if you've ever used that bathroom. It's really tiny. It's not very big. It's like literally big enough for a toilet and a sink. The one by the <laughs> laundry room, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah, I've used that. Yeah. Well, none of that will be recognizable. I've used that. When you come down. <laughs> yeah. I bet you probably did. You're gross. So yeah, so I just had, I just went and got my nails done and I chopped all my nails off because the longer they are, the more chance I have of like breaking them when I'm doing all of this stuff. So I just chopped them all off in preparation. So anyway, yeah, it's so crazy. Like this time next week, you are going to be in Thailand. I cannot like. Can't wait. Like cannot wait. Like it's so crazy. So I'm watching videos of like what to do when you land, where to get cash, taxis, doors. Are you not taking cash with you? No, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's a terrible plan. 
Because if you get cash at like tourist places to get cash, like the airport, for example, you're paying a lot of money to uh, exchange that. Mm, we'll see. I don't know. I think it's in our itinerary or maybe our credit card was telling me. Some planner was, was telling me something about this. So I was like, mm. So in England, when we went, I used my Amex everywhere I could, but I took, I want to say like I took like 500 pounds or 600 pounds cash in case I needed cash for things. But I used my Amex like everywhere I could because I don't get international charges for that. Plus, I feel like it's safer, you know? Yeah, and then, that's like, what I'm going to do. I had like 200, 300 pounds left. I don't know how much I had left. And I just left that for my parents to like help cover some of the cost of us all being in their house, you know? So yeah, so I took cash with me, but I had it separated. Like my husband had some, I had some. So it wasn't all in one place, you know? Yeah. So that's how I, I don't know. I'll see. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten that far yet. I still have to buy a pair of shoes, like a, you know, just like some vans, like van slip ons or something, just like casually walk around shoes. Oh, I have, I love my slip on vans. I have white ones. And I think that's it. Like I, I was telling you before we were recording, like I'm just going to shop for a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. Leave room in my bag and I'll be good. I'm not typically a, a heavy packer, a bit like I don't need three suitcases of stuff. So, yeah, that's a plan. Well, make sure you bring me something back. We've already discussed Alex mm. is high driver. I will take anything of his. So Yeah. Anyway. And at least send me a postcard. Good lord. I don't know if I have enough time. Okay. All <laughs> right. Whatever. Oh, anyway, let's get on with this so I don't have to deal with you anymore today. So I got life to be living. You ain't doing nothing today. We are on episode number forty-six. She's crazy. And today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of doing SEO yourself. So this episode is more aimed at owners of dispensaries and not really at agencies, because if you're an agency, obviously you're doing it yourself. That's what you do. That is your expertise. So yeah, we are going to be discussing why you should or slash and or should not partake in your own SEO. That's what And so to be clear, this is like what works, what doesn't work, like the dangers. Like we've seen some sites that are literally just built on like weed maps or something, which is a complete waste because all you're doing is building weed maps. You don't have customer information, you don't have data, you don't have any of that. So like we'll go into that. The basics of SEO as far as like the technical, like the bloated code, you know, without getting too in the grain of the technical aspects of a website, a hierarchy, like the structure of a website, and then content and backlinks. Yeah, because we, we see this all day, every day. So we've come across, like we know what works. And I think most importantly, we know what does not work because we see patterns. And I think this is pretty important as far as, you know, because we we talk to dispensaries that are like, yeah, well, like, we've been doing it ourselves or like GM or like my buddy in college used to code like 12 years ago. And, you know, it's, just something like that. It's just like this is this is such a bad website. Like this is so bad. Like we get it. Like you have to start somewhere, but For sure. you know, eventually you have to have experts come in and and take care of this. I mean, like there is such a thing as knowing enough to be dangerous, and I don't mean that flippantly. In like, oh, you barely know anything. Like in various aspects of my professional life, I have known people who they think that they know more than they do, and they think they have a better skill set than they do, and they'll go and for example, go onto a website and do something on the back end and it totally jacks up, you know, the technical aspect of the website. 
And now you've got to undo all of that. You got to troubleshoot, figure out what they've done, undo it, and then perform the task Ugh. they were doing in the first place. And I've seen it done in a lot of different ways. So there's nothing wrong in admitting that you know a little, but you don't know enough, or you think you know, but you don't have the confidence. The number of times we've gotten into a a podcast and I've said, man, I don't know if I'm going to be much help on this one because I don't know. I don't think I know it. And then we've gotten into the conversation and I'm like, oh, actually, no, I, I do know more than I thought I knew. But that doesn't mean that I'm at that point where I want to go in and, and do the, the work. You know what I mean? On the client end yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I just don't think, I think especially when it comes to your website and SEO, like err on the side of caution and, and admit that you, you're not sure. Because that's a much safer strategy than just going in like a bull in China shop and, you know, mm -hmm. things up. Because you can really, really mess things up. So, yeah, okay. don't be afraid to say that you don't know. With that in mind, what would be the pros of doing SEO yourself on a dispensary website? Let's say an owner wants to do SEO themselves on their dispensary's website. What would the pros of that be? Money. First and foremost is budget. I mean, uh, are we assuming that they... I'm guessing we're assuming that they don't they're not really they don't really uh, it. Yeah, maybe they they've listened actually they have not listened to our podcast because they would not <laughs> do it themselves. <laughs> they would have hired somebody. Yeah. Maybe they've read like two articles on searchenginejournal.com and they're ready to go. So I guess like obviously number one would be money, right? Saving money short term because it's gonna go horribly wrong. But let's just say, you know, so short term would be saving money. You're not hiring somebody else to do it so that obviously they know their their dispensary better than anybody knows their dispensary. So they know what they're trying to say or what they want to push or what's important to them. So obviously that would be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like, I'm trying to think about this and like, am I just really that biased that I just don't see very many pros? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe you need to tell me that I'm being very biased and here's uh, me. But okay. like, obviously, and I'm not trying to downplay the importance of like the financial aspect, because especially right now, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. There's a lot of companies out there that are struggling. And I don't want to downplay the financial aspect of it at all. It could be the difference of having SEO and not having SEO at all if you don't do it yourself. So I don't want to like belittle anybody who is tackling it themselves because that's their only option. I don't want to do that. And I also think that, you know, one of the reasons that we do the podcast is that we do offer help and advice to people who are going it on their own. So I definitely want to make sure that that is heard. But the caveat to that is, you could really be doing a lot of damage if you don't know what you're doing. So yeah, to me, one of the big pros of doing it yourself would be the financial aspect and saving yourself money short term. Okay. What if, let's say you found like a good resource, just like the basics of SEO. So like starting with like, you get like a, a seven day trial to SEMrush, you run an audit, you clean up title tags, meta descriptions. Okay. That's basic work. And then you get rid of like image sliders and like useless APIs. There's too much code and it slows down the website. All right, that's cool. You start getting into like basics of keyword research. And I, I think one thing on top of saving money is you, you learn that skill of the basics of SEO. So website structure, keyword research, page linking, backlinks, acquisition. Well, you're probably not doing outbound linking if you're just starting out. So I think learning that Learning the basics of SEO, assuming that it's a, a, from a good resource, I think is a, a pro of this. 
And that might be it. <laughs> I mean, again, I feel like we're coming like all sunshines and rainbows because here's the thing, learning that skill and take teaching yourself is invaluable. Absolutely, categorically, 100% agree. I mean, honestly, you're self-taught. Like everything that you know is because you've taught yourself and you have trialed and errored it and you've made mistakes and you have literally grown a company from teaching yourself and then you've gone on to teach others. So it can be done. And you have a skill set that like four years ago you didn't have. And you've been able to create a company and have employees that you never had before. But you also have a work ethic, unlike most people. We joke and say that during the pandemic, you never left your house. Like you didn't have a social life. You never left your house. You were like a hermit. You relied on DoorDash and Uber. And yeah, it's paid off. But also having been there and seen the last four years of what you've gone through, it was a lot. You do have an incredible skill set now, admittedly, but it was a lot and it was a lot of sacrifice. But you weren't trying to run a dispensary at the same time, right? Yeah, and I also I, wasn't and, married and didn't have kids. Right, exactly. And I understand that like anytime you can learn something new, absolutely. It's just, it's just you know, one more quiver in your bow or whatever. But I also think that it can be when you're running a dispensary and you have employees and you have all of the rules and the regulations that you have to follow with running a dispensary and inventory, and maybe you do have a family, kids and a wife or husband or whatever, it's just a lot. So it would take up so much of whatever spare time you may have to do that as well. Now, I'm not suggesting for a second that a dispensary owner would get on the level that you are at because there's not really the need in terms of the fact that you own a company, an SEO company. But I do think that, yes, learning a new skill set, invaluable. But at what price at that point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The, almost like the, the cost for an opportunity. Yeah. And you've got to, and so at some point, your mental health has to come into play in all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and SEO I'm, can damage that. It can absolutely yeah, but, damage that. <laughs> but I also, yeah, I also think that learning the basics actually would be an advantage because when it comes time for you to really hire a company, if you at least know the basics and you at least understand what an order is and what keywords are and competitive analysis, when it comes to you hiring a company, you're going to do your due diligence and you're going to hire a company that knows what they're doing rather than one of these fly-by-night, cookie-cutter, we do everything the same for every single client type companies. So again, yeah, having a basic knowledge and understanding would be invaluable at that point too, for sure. That's a good point. Okay. What would be the cons of doing SEO yourself? Messing up your website, messing up your brand. <laughs> okay, we can only list five. <laughs> oh my God. So the cons of doing it yourself, time, your time, your time, your time, your time, for sure. You got to pick where you're needed the most, right? In mm -hmm. your dispensary, what needs your attention the most? And typically it's going to be the legal aspect, the inventory, the marketing, the employees, you know, those kind of things. So your time, investing your time, we just discussed it, family, friends, having a successful dispensary. So for sure, your time, definitely. So that's one. Messing it up, messing up the technical aspect of your dispensary, finding yourself accidentally doing some kind of black hat techniques that we just discussed two episodes ago. So, you know, messing up your ranking somehow because you've done something that you don't know that you can't do. 
you should know this, but making claims on your website about what marijuana can and cannot do for you health-wise, you mm-hmm. should know that you can't do that as an owner, mm-hmm. but you can't do that. <laughs> you can find yourself really in trouble. Oh, here, take this product. It will cure you of your incurable cancer. You can't make health claims. So, you know, running into those kind of issues for sure. I think a, a big con too is when you're learning and you're just getting frustrated, just so pissed off at the fact that SEO does take time. And every single morning, like I used to go to Google, like literally every single morning I was trying to rank a page and I like barely knew what I was doing. I get so mad and just get poopy pants because the page wasn't on the first like 10 results of Google. And I I get so mad and just like (laughs) mentally, it's what the, like, what am I doing right now? Like, why am I doing this? How do I do this? What's the difference between WordPress, Duda, you know, HTML, CSS, just just like raw code. How do Mm -hmm. I even do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I figure that, you know, you have to figure that out. And it's there's so much just complexity, just fuckery involved in that, that it's so much time that it's almost not worth it, I don't think. And and starting out that early, like in a dispensary that you should do it, it should be, the foundation should be correct. Because like you said, you can do a lot of damage. Like for example, www.dispensary.com slash difference between indica and sativa. Mm-hmm. Where it should be www.dispensary.com slash blog slash difference between indica and sativa. Like like that little nuance of a you know website hierarchy for crawling yeah. and indexability. Like yeah. we see that all the like literally every single day. Yeah. We see that. And that does cost rankings and subsequently revenue. And if you don't set that up from day one properly, that can really hurt you uh down the line. So I think just mental, just your your overall sanity, I think, has to weigh in. And with mm-hmm. how complex and how technical SEO is, like good, clean SEO, I think that needs to be taken into account. Yeah, for sure, because we have the luxury of A-B testing a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Because when we work with a client, we're putting up however many pieces of content in each month that we do, where we've probably got 90% of those pieces of content. We know that they're going to start ranking, but we've got another piece that we're just testing. We may be testing the H1 on the page, or we may be testing something on the page, but we're at a point where we can afford to do that because we know the rest of the stuff that we're putting up is going to rank pretty quick. So, you know, we do a lot of A-B testing or we'll change something on the homepage, whatever it might be, where we have the luxury of being able to do that without causing damage. Whereas if you're doing it yourself and you just have one website and you're, you know, you're really starting out, you can't afford to do that. You don't have the time to really do that in terms of trying to get your website or web pages ranking, but also in terms of you're pulled in 20 other different directions in your day-to-day life. So, you know, it's difficult. Yeah. It is a difficult balance of understanding, is it worth investing money into this or is it worth investing my time into it? So let's say an owner has extra budget, they raise capital, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is the right time to consider an SEO agency? As soon as you can afford it. Literally, as soon as you think you can afford it. I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. So just like- Why Why would you? Why bam, are you going like, to wait? What's earlier the than you think, yeah. Yeah. What is the benefit of waiting? The quicker that you have a good agency- one that knows what they're doing, one that has proven results. The minute that you identify who that agency is and the minute that you know that you can afford that budget is the minute you should be doing it. Because as soon as they start working on your website, then you're going to start ranking. You're going to start taking traffic from your competitors. You're going to start seeing your revenue increase. So then your ROI is going to start moving as soon as you can afford it. 
Is there anything that obviously, yeah, like I, that's the first thing that popped in my head is Mm -hmm. as soon as somebody can afford it for sure. What that's going to do, like that, like we talk to dispensaries so much and it's like, okay, what's this going to cost? It's not a cost, it's, it's an investment. If you talk to the right agency and a reputable, they've done their work before, even better if they're specialized and they can take historical data from your domain. Yeah, not so much if it's new, but they should be able to take data from your domain and forecast at least somewhat what you can expect in the subsequent three months from working together. Yeah. And also, like, I genuinely think that most agencies, most good agencies, I hate the word good, it's so boring, but most agencies out there will have some kind of tier system, right? Where you can pay this much money and get this. Or if you've got more money to invest, you can pay this much money and we'll do this. So they have tiers. So maybe initially you just start on the bottom tier and there's nothing wrong with that. There's a reason why agencies have bottom tiers. And by bottom, I just mean price-wise. I don't mean quality of work. I just mean like X amount of money versus, you know, twice as much money. There's nothing wrong with starting on that lower end of the budget. At least you're foundationally starting off well. They're going to start working on these things. And as your ROI improves and as you see more profits coming through, you can then increase your budget and move to the next tier. And we've had clients do that numerous times. Or for example, we've had clients that have like two dispensaries, but they're going to be opening another three this year. And so as a result, they want to move up to the next tier to make sure that, you know, their website is doing them the service that they need to be doing and they want to be doing. And they've got new states that they need to introduce and things like that. So if you find an agency that you think is going to be good for your dispensary and they have different tier levels, discuss that with them and be realistic in what you can afford. And then ask them to be realistic in the expectations from that kind of budget. And most of them will work with you. And then, like I said, as, as your profit margins increase, you can increase your investment within the SEO agency. Assuming that you're getting good results. And yeah, and, and that's a good point. Like we've, almost all of ours started at our like intro tier and then they mm-hmm. just scale up from there. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we're getting X results, like $1 invested in $10 back. Okay, that's a no brainer. I want more, I want results faster. So as long as your agency can clearly quantify that in a non-bullshit way, mm-hmm. like a very simple way. Yeah, I mean, just scale up and you know, it's, it's tough. We've had numerous conversations where it's just tough, you know, market in Oklahoma, for example, and it's brutally competitive, but I mean, that's one of the reasons why somebody should invest, you know, whether hopefully their SEO agency is an expert in that category or niche, not just cannabis as a whole, but dispensaries specifically, and you can get that kind of return. So yeah, I mean, as soon as you can, that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. If somebody was doing DIY SEO, what would be like three actionable tips to start off? Audit would be one for sure, which we do have a podcast on how to do audits and what websites you can use to do an audit. So I definitely would run an audit and I would fix any errors that come up. And the audits are pretty easy to understand if they do find errors on pages they don't really give it to you in like a language that you don't speak. They are pretty easy to understand. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely run an audit. That would be probably the first thing I did because that can obviously help clean up a lot of like errors that could be dragging your site speed or whatever. So that'd be one thing. I would make sure that my local SEO is optimized, i.e. Google My Business, 
that you have a state page and a city page. I would definitely make sure that that was done. Mm -hmm. And that city page is linked into your Google business profile. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Obviously my URL structure, I would take care of for sure. If I don't have a blog, I would start a blog. I know you said three and that's four. I'll throw one in a good content calendar, getting ideas for a blog. You will need a state page. You will need a city page where your dispensary is located. So in that content calendar, I would go from top to bottom in, in terms of website hierarchy, the state mm -hmm. page, and then each city and surrounding areas where your dispensary is located, and then state law page and a handful of, depending on where you're located, rec or medical topics in your blog. Not qualifying conditions because those need their own silo on the website, mm -hmm. but like how to clean your pipe or what's the difference between indica and sativa or purple weed or three rolls, you know, category pages, you know, stuff like that. Get together a good content calendar and look at your competitors for ideas. And also if you are doing it yourself, you might want to perhaps hire somebody to do the writing for you just to free up some of that time. Oh yeah. How much time would that take? Huh? Oh my goodness. It depends. <laughs> it really, really depends. But I would assume if you're running a dispensary that writing is perhaps not your skill set or your <laughs> primary skill set. So in which case I would most definitely hire a writer, which you can find at really reasonable rates. And some of them are really great. So yeah, like if you're not going to hire an SEO agency, understandable, but at least hire a professional writer to write for you. And some of them will do the keyword research for you. Mm -hmm just depends, you know, on who's available, but definitely do not do. It's just too much. It's just too, too much yeah. for one person to take on. So yeah, it could be one of your butt tenders. You don't know. It could be one of them that yeah. really like, right. And they're, they're knowledgeable anyway, because that's mm. their job. So, you know, I'm not saying necessarily go find a complete stranger. You've probably got people willing to do it that are closer to you, but definitely I would hire somebody else. So run the audit, clean it up, clean up the URLs based on the audit optimize your Google business profile. So you show up in local listings, like local mm -hmm. map pack, and then a content calendar mm -hmm. and then go from there. I think. That's... And also look at what your competitors are doing. We yeah. just had an episode on, on competitive analysis. Go look at what they're doing. Look at what their websites are doing. Go see how those pages, specific pages are performing. Identify the pages that you like that they have that you don't have, you know, and go from there. But definitely look at what they're doing and see how they're performing. Because the idea is you're going to steal their traffic. That's the whole, that's what you're doing here, stealing their traffic. So yeah, and their, their customers. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's it, huh? I think those are, those are pretty good actionable steps to start. Yeah, I think so. And also go back and listen to our podcast because we're very helpful. Listen to the episodes on audits, mm -hmm. keyword research, mm -hmm. website hierarchy, and content. Yeah. And if you start. have a question, just hit us up on Instagram or LinkedIn or YouTube and just ask us a question. Like we have no problem in answering a question. We're not going to sit there and map out your whole SEO strategy for you. But if you legitimately have a question on something that maybe we've covered the topic, but there was one thing that we didn't go into detail on, or, you know, you just didn't quite understand something that we said, seriously, just drop us a question. And we're, you know, we'd be more than willing to help, you know, answer those questions. So yeah, you can find us on any of those three. Platforms. All right. Until then. The next episode we're doing, I'm very excited about. I have to say, I'm very excited. What is it on? So I came up with this idea of doing a state of the union. And no, we're not getting political here. We don't do politics here. 
But we do have an election coming up this year. And if you're not aware of it, you soon will be because it will be in your face for the next nine months. And I know every year, I don't know what time of year it is, the sitting president addresses the nation and it's like state of the nation, which is where I got the idea from. But what we're going to do is we are going to go through each state and cover whether they have legal medical marijuana, legal recreational marijuana. And if not, if there's anything coming up in your state elections in November, where you have an opportunity to have your say and vote on the ballot. So we're going to run through every single state and just talk very briefly about each state and where they sit legally in terms of marijuana and your access to it. And if there's anything that you will be able to do to change that in your state. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Episode number 47, and that will be coming up next week. Sounds like a banger. Okay. Until then, we're out. All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.